everybody. Welcome to, Ooh. well, we've just been talking about what we're going to call the program. It was White Line Fever last time. It might be TFI Thursday. Who knows? We're raking over the coals of one of the most historic rugby league games, I think, since 1895, really, with the NRL being the first major contact sport uh, back uh, with content. Uh, and on the same day, they announced a new TV deal. Welcome uh, to the program, Jimmy. Yeah, it's been a big day for the code, hasn't it, Steve? Uh, big day for the Parramatta Eels and a lot of those people who thought, yep, 2020 is the year of the eel. They have started this season with three straight wins. That was a really, really dominant physical performance against the Brisbane Broncos, 34 points to six, and we'll get to a lot of that throughout the course of this show. But you're right. Um, the other big news for the league is the fact that they have secured a broadcast deal for themselves. They've renegotiated what was already on the table from Channel 9 at a bit of a reduction for the next three years, including this year, and then have extended with Fox Sports out until the end of 2027 season without knowing the numbers exactly, Steve. First thoughts on that? Well, you know, I, I guess my first thoughts, I'm a little bit cynical. Um, I noticed the last few days, Peter Volandis, who's done extremely well and is a hero to a lot of people, I think, um, the chairman of the NRL. He's been doing a lot of uh, sort of human interest type stories. Um, I think he probably had a day at his desk where he just, uh, just had journalists coming in and out giving, doing interviews. And I think maybe that was a little bit to soften the blow of, uh, um, you know, the stark fact that the NRL has accepted less money. Uh, but we know that with this COVID-19 situation um, that the broadcasters, well, they had the broadcasters over a barrel and the broadcasters had them over a barrel. Um, and this uh, long-term security uh, perhaps not a bad thing. I think it could be the last significant um, sort of traditional rights deal that we that we have in the game in Australia because I, I just don't see the model staying the same beyond, certainly not beyond 2027. Yeah, so if we look into that a little bit deeper, if we go back seven years from this point and know how technology and especially media technology has changed so much in that period of time, then the question is, What's it going to look like in seven years' time? Um, very hard to gaze into your crystal ball and be accurate around that. But um, we do know that there are some huge non-traditional media companies that are certainly making their presence felt in Australia, whether uh, a site like Facebook, which we're on at the moment, whether they have an appetite for long-form rights is another question altogether. But uh, it'll be really interesting. To be, to be honest, based on what's happened in the COVID environment and you know, we might go through another six years of prosperity. We do not know that. But based on what has happened, if we get the numbers, if we think Fox is paying roughly what they had paid previously, and remember, last time was a record deal, a significant increase on the deal prior to that. And if Nine has reduced their amount by around about 20%, we think is the figure that's coming through, um, to end at the end of 2022, with the opportunity for a free-to-air broadcaster to come in at that point. And the restructuring of the cost base that we know Peter Volandis has talked about a lot, I reckon it's actually not a bad deal for the league. The good thing is uh, it appears that the NRL have hung on to the lifeboat, which Channel 9 um, certainly wanted them to give up, which is their digital operation. Um, I noticed watching some of the uh, programming on, on NRL.com uh, this week that they're giving far more deference to the partners. Uh, Peter Volandis says you don't uh, sell your lunch and then eat it. Um, so uh, there's certainly been... Um, saying, well, you can watch this game on Channel 9 or KO or Fox or Sky or you might want to watch it here, but you know what I mean? So, so they're actually uh, happy to sort of pay lip service and maybe be a bit sub subservient now, uh, their in-house operation, but it's still there so that when the current deals 
um, up and when a traditional media has um, collapsed almost completely, um, then they, they can reactivate it and, and, uh, and they can sell direct to the consumer. Uh, by the way, we're going to take questions. Uh, if you want to get us on the Rugby League Hub, dot com twitter page or you can get us on the facebook uh facebook page as well if you want to ask us a question during the course of tonight we're more than happy uh to answer those um uh mate why don't we start with the game tonight um i think one of the big things that we were all interested about and i'll even go as far as to say a little concerned about is the one referee to be honest i didn't think there was the wrestle in this game that i was anticipating maybe these two sides aren't big wrestlers. I know for a fact Broncos aren't huge wrestlers. But overall, I love seeing tire, uh, forwards get tired in the middle. Uh, and I think that's what we saw tonight. I, I'm still jury out on this six again ruling for the referee. Yeah, we saw the six again for a ruck infringement after maybe 90 seconds of the game. Um, I really enjoyed the comment on Facebook, which we retweeted, sorry, on, on, on Twitter, from uh, an old colleague of mine at Rugby League Week, Kelly Woodlands. She said, it's great to see... Uh, the creative players, um, uh, you know, make decisions on the spot and be facing a backpedalling defence and not just have these robot-like block plays. And I don't know whether that was a function of the two teams we're watching tonight or a function of the rule changes. I'd like to think it was a bit of a function of the rule changes that um, with, the, with the six again, uh, that there, there was a bit of spontaneity in the game that, that it's been lacking in, in recent years. So I was a huge fan of it. I was a big fan of, um, of one referee too. I thought the players were so scared of conceding the six again that they didn't um, need the second referee. Um, so it's a kind of a budget cut, isn't it? It's like, uh, <laughs> I, may, I may not, well, you know, it's like I may not see you, um, you know, uh, stealing uh, paper um, out of the photocopier, but if you get caught, you're sacked. Whereas, you know, <laughs> before, yeah, well, people still have photocopiers, but, you know, before, if you got caught nicking paper out of the photocopier, you know, you might get a breach or you might get a wrap over knuckles, or you may not get invited to the office party. But now they're like, we haven't got an eye on you in the photocopier room, but if we catch you, you're sacked. And I thought that there was no stealing of, of uh, paper out of the photocopier as a result today. And uh, I really hope that um, that stays the same uh, for the rest of the round. Of all the things you could steal from the office, paper out of the photocopying yeah. machine, was it? Uh, yeah, well, you know, you know, you might need the, to the paper for other purposes during lockdown, you know what I mean? I do you know, know what you mean. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't be in the office. So don't go into the office just to steal <laughs> photocopy of paper. Especially when the camera's on. Especially <laughs> yeah. when the camera's on. Uh, yeah. 34 points to 16, uh, to six, sorry. Um, the one try that Brody Croft scored, the one Broncos try, I thought that was a result of a, a middle forward getting time, Murata Nukora. Uh, couldn't quite make up his half yard there for Brody Croft. So it lends weight to what you were saying about the, the middle forwards getting tired. Um, but they were just too powerful. Parramatta Eels, they've got Junior Paulo, who's got that little bit of skill about him too. Penny Terrapo, uh, Ryan Madison was strong. Kane Evans came on and, and made an impact as well. And, you know, that's the type of thing I was anticipating from the Broncos. Payne has, I think Vossi said it throughout the call a couple of times. Um, he still did some really nice things. His numbers will be great, but certainly didn't have the impact on the game that they would have been hoping for. Yeah, it could have been a bigger score too. I thought that pass to, uh, was it Sebo on the left was, uh, was uh, flat, probably should have been let go. That was a try that was called back. Lovely uh, cutout ball. Mitchell Moses had a, a great game. Uh, they, the, the thing is, you know, they, they, they had the kind of control and the boring bits down pat para. They were better at that as well. And then they managed to take advantage of the extra momentum off the back of uh, tiring forwards and the new rules as well. So they, they were able to sort of mix 
um, the two ways of playing really well. You know, Brisbane have got some uh, yeah, really promising forwards. They're kind of similar teams as far as um, age and kind of pedigree. Uh, you know, as far you know, on paper, you know, they're sort of both quite young sides with a few established players. And yeah, I just thought I just thought uh, a bit extra power and and uh, creativity and maybe uh, uh, from a coaching point of view, Brad Arthur won that one over Anthony Seabold tonight as well. Yeah, uh, interesting point too. I uh, I know the the game didn't suit him because they just didn't have any footy, but um, Anthony Milford, so he was quiet. There's no doubt about that. But then you start thinking, okay, Dylan Brown. I don't know what Dylan Brown's getting paid, right? And it shouldn't ever come back to this, but. When you have a finite resource in money, in that you have, you're working under a salary cap, um, the impact of Dylan Brown compared to Anthony Milford, who's a million dollar player, you know, you you don't you didn't get a million dollars worth of value out of Anthony tonight. No, I barely noticed him actually. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I know they, they didn't have any ball, so we've got to we've got to be fair on that. But but that's the concern. Everyone got very excited tonight away from the footy, Jimmy, about the fact it was on Fox Sports 1. It was only announced a few hours before kickoff. It's the main sports uh, channel on Fox. And, and um, I know one guy who I think was Australian, no, I think, and he was on Twitter pretending to be American, going, what's this? You, know, you don't tweet with an accent, but you know what I mean? He was pretending to be a naive, <laughs> he was pretending to be a, a, a naive American uh, watching, just so he could see how many retweets and, 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 and patronising answers he could get and favourites and follows. And, hang, and on, hang, hang on a minute, hang on, hang on a minute. <laughs> what, what is it about him when he was saying he's American that made you think he was Australian? Because I've heard the guy's name before, and I think I've spoken to him before, and he's not American. Give us his name. Are you prepared to out him? Uh, yeah, I think his name's Jack Cronin. Maybe I could be wrong. I might be defaming him, but I, I swear <laughs> I've had a conversation with him before and he's not an American. I don't know, you know? And, and it's like, we all, like, I've been, doing, I've been through this, right, for like 40 years of getting excited about rugby league putting in front of foreigners and, and, and stuff like that. And, and I think it's great. And no one ever, like, no one ever else cared. When I got excited about that sort of stuff in like the 90s, no one else cared. They just, they just cared, you know, who's going to win between Para and Manly. So it's really, really good now that everyone gets excited and everyone else tries to see rugby league through the prism of an outsider, a novice, okay? Front page, news, front page news today. How many, I think yeah. it was 300 million that we're going to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, but, but also, unfortunately, you know, and I'd like to just like, share the enthusiasm and say, welcome to the club. Isn't it great that you see the world this way? But unfortunately, I'm also, for that to happen, I've got older. And as I got older, I've got more cynical. And so I can kind of like, I have to divide, I can, in my mind, I divide the impact um, by 20 or 100 uh, that people think it's going to have. Because I've seen these sort of dawns, you know, over and over again, over, you know, over, over the course of my life. And this is on Fox Sports 1 in the middle of the night. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and. What about that, East Coast? What about East Coast? Yeah, yeah, it's early morning. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's. Uh, if, you're, if you're waking up Thursday night. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're waking up Thursday morning in New York, surely you're saying, honey, can you just flick on the league? I think the Broncos are playing the Eels today. <laughs> well, you hope so. You hope so. And certainly. Um, <laughs> Certainly, I was sitting there going, you know, I was sitting there from a merchandising point of view, I was sitting there going, you know, Mascot Browns really should, you know, we should push into America a bit this year, just make sure that when people get on and they put in Parramatta or Eels jersey and they're in America, 
but if the SEO puts it on the first page, that was what was going through, through my mind a little you know bit. What, you, know what, you know what? You know what? You might be older. You might be more cynical, but you're far more commercial than the Steve Mascord I once knew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, you know, so, so I, it's an important first step and it was a great thing. And, I, and, I, and Peter Volandi's kind of, you know, it's hard to believe that the NRL was sort of so surreptitious and cunning that they, they didn't, like, they let it leak out that it was showing up on TV, guys. It was great theatre. And, and I love the fact that rugby league fans in Australia now care. They actually do go, well, how many people are watching it and blah, and blah, 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 you know, because a lot of these same outlets and the same people and their dads didn't care. You know what I mean? So that's well, wonderful. But let's be, but let's, let's, let's sort of temper our yep. expectations a little bit, you know? Well, everyone's trying to expand their market, right? Whether it be domestically or internationally, um, every sport's trying to do that. So you've got to look at it. If you're sitting down and you're watching that for the first time, and I know this firsthand because I've got um, family in the US and I show, um, you know, the generation, my generation, males, the sport I played and they can't believe it. Mm-hmm. They can't believe it. Yeah. Where's your helmets? Where's your pants? Yeah, but there's, but like, and as anyone knows though, mate, like, I mean, if you, if you've, um, you you have a favourite TV show uh, that happens to be Swedish or you've got a favourite uh, um, band that happens to be from the Ukraine and you love them and you keep trying to sell them um, to your friends. But on, in the end, we still live in a world, even though we're talking about the atomization of the media, we still live in a world where unless it's on a, a big platform, then it's, it, it's never going to get the exposure, um, no matter how good it is. Quite, the world's not a meritocracy. You know what I mean? And so just being good is not, not enough. And rugby league fans just thinking that because the sport is good, that it's going to sell itself. Um, that's, that's, full, that's, 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 that's cloud cuckoo land. The world doesn't work like that. That's classic chicken egg stuff, isn't it, right? It's got to be good to get more eyeballs and then it's got to get more eyeballs to be able to be seen to be good. It's got to be more than good to get more eyeballs, Jimmy. You've got to have the right people come in at the right time. You've got to have coincidence. You've got to have commercial sponsors. Uh, you've got to have uh, uh, people uh, with influence and money who think it's good. It's not enough for you or me to think it's good. There's so many things. And again, if I talk about, talk about music, even when there was a record company, you know, there's, such, there's great records that were released in 1989 that no one heard. And it was often just down to personalities and to who your manager was, um, whether, whether there was a, um, you know, a, a talent scout, an A&R guy in the audience when you played it. And rugby league is like that. Rugby league is just like, in America, is like a promising band in 1991 yep. Yep. trying to get signed. You know what yep. I mean? So, so yep. to, tonight, tonight, they opened for Van Halen at Madison Square Garden. You know what I mean? Was there anyone in the audience who can change things for them? You know what I mean? That is the key. Not whether they were good, not whether they played any good, or whether the people in the in the stadium liked them tonight. Was there one guy in the 60th row who could get him a record deal? And that's I, that's. I get your point. I get your point. Yeah. Let's get let's get through that point and move past it quickly. <laughs> okay, Eels 34 points to six over the Broncos. It was a big win tomorrow night. We've got the All Queensland Cash Cowboys up against the Titans. Titans. Um, Looks a little scary for them this year, Steve. Uh, Justin Holbrook's come from the UK where you are now, and he's got this enormous reputation. He's done everything with the St. Helens Saints. But uh, the first two games, the Titans had no effort. Um, They were poor. They gave up 70 points in total. And they've come up with a couple of strange... Jamal Fogarty gets an opportunity at halfback. We wish him all the best. He's a 26-year-old that's coming in for just his third NRL game. But... 
Uh, Tyrone Roberts at fullback? Question marks over that. Uh, I know Michael Morgan's out for the Cowboys, but um, they look far too strong. Yeah, from memory, uh, Tyrone Roberts has... He's played a bit of fullback when he was in Newcastle, is that right? He played a bit yeah. of yeah. I, I seem to remember covering games. He's not. He, I think he's a good positional player. He's good at, at and, and sort of... Uh, uh, creating opportunities, he's got good vision, but it's just the speed, isn't it? You just don't you just wonder if he, you know he's got. And he's also not a tall guy, so. Uh, but um, yeah, the, the certainly the St Helens fans over here will be, um, you know, watching that game closely and and hoping that uh, Justin sort of, uh, you know, his team kicks on and they're and they're um, uh, at least competitive. Roosters Rabbitohs is the second game, and this is a blockbuster. This is the free to wear game as well as on uh, Fox, of course. Roosters zero and two. The defending back-to-back premiers, um, back, so he's a big in. Um, Josh Morris is going to play as well. Rabbitohs, Latrell Mitchell at fullback. So um, speculation, he's come back. He's looking in good nick. He's going to be asked to play fullback. I still don't see him getting out 80 minutes. There's so much demanded of a fullback in that 80-minute period. But um, this is going to be another huge clash. It is. I mean, to have this uh, that game this weekend and also the Storm... Uh, taking on the Raiders, it really is like having uh, a second bite at round one, isn't it? You know, you feel like um, um, you feel it feels like a new season, and it feels like a, the, the first weekend's full of blockbusters. Uh, Warriors Dragons probably not a blockbuster. Uh, that's fifteenth versus thirteenth, so this is a home game for the Warriors. Central Coast Stadium, they're staying up there now, and um, this is a time when uh, Dragons. Uh, we know Tyson Frizzell is off to Newcastle. Um, a lot of pressure on Paul McGregor at this point, but um, this strikes me as a bit of a toss of the coin game. Uh, yeah, I, um, you know, the Warriors are, ever, are sort of everyone's second uh, favourite team. I like the idea that um, our clubs are like looking at loaning players to the Warriors now, like like they do here in, in England. The whole loan system it adds a bit of a bit of theatre to the season, um, and uh, I hope that when we this is all over, we still have the loan system in the NRL. There was an attempt, I think, uh, at the start of this year to do a swap um, between uh, um, West Tigers and uh, Melbourne. Michael Maguire was behind that. Didn't didn't happen. Uh, so I, I hope that the legacy of this uh, period is that we had the loan system in the NRL. I'll actually correct you on that. And because this comes into what I wanted to say about the West Tigers who were playing the Sharks in that second game on Saturday. And that is that that had been approved, that loan, for the first time ever in the NRL. So... Well done to Michael Maguire, Scott Woodward and the team there at the West Tigers. They got their man, Harry Grant, who would have been behind Cameron Smith and Brandon Smith, two international hookers at the Melbourne Storm. This guy is a star in the making and he changes the West Tigers straight away. Luke Brooks is back. Adam Dewey's back at fullback. The Sharks have had all sorts of controversy this week. Can't help but think that's got to take their mind off what's happening on Saturday night. They're favourites with the bookies, but... Gee, I think the West Tigers, people are misreading the West Tigers because they were woeful in their round two game against Newcastle. Um, I reckon they can win this game. Yeah, um, you're right, because I think um, you look at the news uh, cycle, and at the moment we've had unbroken seven days of Peter Volandes and and all this sort of stuff, uh, uh, social distancing, uh, drugs positives, blah, blah, blah. And now suddenly there's just a giant full stop and there's a series of full stops uh, now over the next few days. There's, there's actually, actually games. So um, the, um, you know, the, the, the controversy over uh, uh, 
you know, Cronulla with the, with the drugs positive. That will be um, now out of the news uh, for a few days while the games are played and then it will resume. And I guess, you know, in a future episode of this program, we might be discussing the timing of that uh, announcement. The NRL have asked, um, it's uh, Bronson, uh, how's it pronounced? Zeri. Zeri? No, uh, well, uh, Sherry or Cherry? Sherry. Sherry. Bronson. Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. yeah, so... Uh, there's um, there's obviously going to be some questions asked about the timing of that announcement, his drugs positive, and uh, and what motivated that. And so I guess we'll read a bit more about that next week. Uh, Storm Raiders, you're right. This is a cracker, isn't it? First up, you you feel like you talk about it. It's round three, right? It's not a new season, but you get the sense that the Craig Bellamy record in round one of his coaching career is relevant to what is going to happen in this game. Um, Raiders, uh, they're pretty impressive. In their first couple of games, um, the Storm always hit the ground running. They're just an incredible organisation. Uh, the Raiders beat them twice down in Melbourne last year, including in the semi-finals. So um, that's going to work for them as well. But uh, Storm for me in this one. Yeah, yeah, Melbourne, I think. Yeah, Melbourne, I, I agree. Not that we've actually, we haven't actually done tips for the other games, have we? So why, why start now? But yeah, if, if you are asking, Melbourne. I actually did this tip also. Uh, by the way, we're getting a few people through on... Um, uh, Twitter suggesting the Jack Cronin uh, that you are suggesting that he, <laughs> he, is, he is not born in the USA. Outrageous. And I'm just seeing it here. It's, um, it's, it's at Jack K Cronin. So Jack, uh, get involved. And he's got, a, <laughs> he's got an American flag beside his name as well. So today, that, miraculously today. <laughs> <laughs> that's as American as it gets for me. I would say. Yes, I think he almost called himself Uncle Sam, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Sam Cronin. He may well be related to, to Michael Cronin. Um, he, may be, anyway, he may be. He may be. He may be. Uh, Sunday, Panthers and the Knights. Um, I, I reckon uh, Nathan Cleary. I, I, I just think Nathan Cleary is going to have a spectacular season, um, not because of the TikTok dancing and certainly not because of his dancing, um, but... It, he's away for this game. That's going to be a problem for them. And I reckon Adam O'Brien's doing really good things up there at the Newcastle Knights. So I called that game in round two where they flogged the West Tigers. They look pretty solid. Um, so I, I'm going to go for the Knights in another game where I'm tipping a winner, Steve. Yes, yes. So, Jimmy, before we go, we, um, I guess maybe people are interested in what we've been doing. Um, and as, as people will be aware that we uh, showed some Super League games as a trial uh, and we're ready to go behind our paywall for round eight and then round eight never happened. So um, I get a lot of people on social media asking me what's happening with that. We're waiting for news on Super League returning. And as soon as we, uh, as soon as we know how that impacts upon us, we'll, we'll tell you. But we have a website, uh, which is rugbyleaguehub.com. There's a newsletter there you can sign up for. Um, we have uh, a Twitter account, which is leaguehub.com. We have Facebook, uh, which you're perhaps watching on now. or Maybe you're listening to the podcast and that's uh, facebook.com forward slash league hubcom and uh, the audio is on uh, Wooshka White Line Fever Kicks and uh, this uh, so you might be listening to just the audio of this program um, in my case uh, you, uh, you've got the long straw because you don't have to look at my terrible lockdown haircut and my lack of a shave um, and uh, we invite everyone to you know follow us on those uh, channels and uh, as soon as we know uh, what's happening as far as our broadcasts are concerned, then, then you'll know. Anything to add there? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, 
Uh, we're really excited about the season coming up with Super League. Um, unfortunate about the timing of, of the lockdown um, and, and the abandoning of the competition, but that's a very small part of the impact of coronavirus around the globe at this point. Um, it has an impact on us, but we're really, really keen to build our audience. And we know that the, there's a great love of the games out there in the territories that we have, Australia and Southeast Asia. Um, the point to be made about Super League is that we're showing games that have never been shown in this part of the world before. Um, so every week we get two games live from Fox, but um, we're also showing the four other games that are covered by a single judiciary camera. So um, you want to see Sonny Bill Williams, you want to see Israel Folau. Next year, if you want to see Greg Inglis every week, then you've got to come to Rugby League Hub to do that. So that's very exciting from our point of view. And, uh, you know, obviously the fact that Steve Mascord is involved is... Um, uh, pretty exciting from our point of view, one of the most respected journalists in international rugby league. So um, it's, uh, it's exciting times, mate. And that's not all, too. Um, I hate to sound like Tim Shaw in the Steak Knives guy, but wait, <laughs> there is more. There is more um, to be revealed at an appropriate time. But um, commercially, yeah, we're very excited uh, about what's coming up. So, mate, we've got one more game. Can I just go through the last game? Because I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. No, that's, that's okay, because... It's the Seagulls up against the Bulldogs. I think the Bulldogs are going to have a really tough time because um, they've got a couple of inexperienced halves and they, they might have a tough season. But I think the Seagulls are a massive chance in season 2020 in this competition. I think they've got four, or, four, four players that could easily slide into the top 20 players in the league. And I'm talking about Tommy T, DCE. They're pretty obvious. Jake Trebojevic, outstanding and Adam Fanua Blake is a very, very good player. Um, so I, I reckon that's a side that can, can really do things this year, and I expect them to win on Sunday. Well, right, I read they've become the Fibros, manly. Um, but uh, yeah, from from a distance, uh, yeah, that that and that game is very early. I mean, I guess you know um, people who are watching in Australia might be interested in how the coverage played out. Certainly here in England, I can tell you that. Um, Sky had a, a, a soccer football program on uh, that went right up to kickoff. Like we got the teams just warming up in the sheds. Yep. Uh, we got the we got the Fox commentary. We haven't mentioned the crowd noise, of the uh, sort of uh, um, canned crowd noise. I thought it worked great. I thought it was really Fine. good. Um, yep. uh, and uh, you know, you still kind of think. I think sometimes when there's no crowd, you might like to hear the referees. Uh, and the players more, but I am in the minority there. No one else likes it. I'm the only one. And that's just my news sense. I like to hear what they're saying and might be a story in there, you know, but no one else wants to hear them. And I accept that. Uh, so I thought that went really well. And then, and then right on full time, that was it. We didn't get any, uh, um, uh, we didn't get any sort of post-match interviews or any, any Matty Johns. Uh, we, at halftime, we got the, the, the Fox ad that said, get all your mates around and blow up some balloons. That is against the law in this country still. So, <laughs> yeah. so just ignore that if you live here, okay? You're not allowed to get your mates around. And balloons are fine, but, but you know, just you and the balloon, okay? Um, so, should, we put a, should we make sure there's a, there's a taper going across there, uh, you know, excluding these territories? Yeah. <laughs> which which we, we might do in the future. We might do. Um, so... Uh, the big, the big news, of course, is that um, we wonder what the TV numbers are going to be like tomorrow, um, because that's one of the things, isn't it, that that NRL were able to get back two, three weeks before the AFL. Um, there's 
a lot of hand wringing and a bit of consternation down there in AFL land saying, well, how come they can do it and we didn't? Uh, we usually lead on this and they didn't on this occasion, uh, much to the delight of um, uh, a lot of people involved in the game of rugby league. Um, but it's going to be really... I, I've got, I got the sense, Steve, that the TV numbers for Channel 9 and the TV numbers for Fox, uh, Fox League are going to be astronomical tomorrow at 9 o'clock when they come through. Yeah, this is, even though I said earlier that, oh, you know, don't get too excited about the number of people watching. It's not as big a deal as you think it is. I mean, this is nevertheless an opportunity um, uh, that the sport won't ever get it or won't get again as far as exposure, international exposure. So regardless of whether you think that uh, it's, it's going to take over the world uh, or you think that it, uh, it, it, uh, it's not going to make any impact at all, um, it's important the sport tries to make the most of this opportunity and this clean air. Um, and and uh, so no one, I'm certainly not denigrating uh, the opportunity and I certainly couldn't criticise the efforts that the game has made so far. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and the bonus of that too, and, and look, as I said earlier, we're, we've got a sample space of one game, but one game into this season with the one referee and I think we've got a pretty good game. So... Um, that's, that's really exciting. I don't think they were two big wrestling teams. It's going to be interesting when those teams who do wrestle really well get involved in games and they see how far they can push the referee and to see the response from the coaches afterwards, et cetera, et cetera. That will be the interesting part of it. But um, tick as far as one referee goes for night one of the NRL in uh, 2020. Yep. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, and you just got to hope that the referees you know, respond in a way that minimises that, uh, that wrestling. We'll, we'll see. We'll see tomorrow. Getting a question here on Facebook, um, wanting to know whether we're going to do this every Thursday after the footy. I say yes, Steve. <laughs> we, are in deep, we are in deep negotiation, ladies and gentlemen, with Look, Steve Matt's about we could, his availability. We could do it after, uh, after every game, if you like. We could do it oh. four times a week. But I mean, uh, then what do we, where, where does that leave us when Super League starts up again? We're trying to cover Super League and then we're still talking about, um, still talking about the NRL four days a week. I mean, you know, you know what many... we do? I'll tell you what we do, mate. I'll tell you what we do. We're the classic television network there. Because if you watch the news and a TV network broadcasts a particular sport, invariably it leads the news, right? Because yeah. they, they, well, when Super League starts, <laughs> when Super League starts again, Steve, we will be talking Super League, left, right, and centre. I think it'd be interesting. Also, you know, we don't know like um, the possibilities of of maybe doing this occasionally from a ground. You know, if we're rights holders, um, there's so many uh, possibilities uh, that could be opened up by this. But I thought it was important that when we actually had games going again, that we kind of showed everyone that we're still around and that we're engaged and and that we have uh, plans. Uh, that we're not just sitting back on our hands. So, um, yeah, thanks to all the people at very short notice who've, uh, who've, who've tuned in or downloaded the podcast or whatever. And I'm very available for Perpignan in August. So <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> uh, great stuff, mate. Uh, just a wrap of that. First game back, round three. Uh, first game back of contact sport pretty much anywhere in the world. The Parramatta Reels have run out 34 points to six victors over the Brisbane Broncos. Good clash. Good work tonight, mate. And stay well over there because I know you're still going through difficult times there in, in London. But uh, great to catch up, mate. And uh, thank heavens the Rugby League is back on. Yeah, and thanks to everyone uh, for tuning in as well.